This is The Busy Type, unfiltered conversations about all things life and business. We talk about the wins, the fails, and everything in between. So settle in, it's time to get busy. Hey guys, I'm Ronnie Barber. I'm your host, and I run a solo copywriting viz called Virtual Favor, as well as a e-commerce business called Lazy Face Skincare. Um, so today, we are going to talk a little bit about money. So I've always been pretty uncomfortable anytime I talk about money. It's, I guess, just always been something that makes me feel uncomfortable having to ask for money. Um, even just as simple as like being a person like when I was younger starting jobs and being like oh how much do I make and I would just fill out all the paperwork and if they never told me I would just never ask and honestly once I even waited like three weeks to get a paycheck before I ever knew how much I was making which is really insane when I look back at it and I wasn't that young when I did that Um, but when you're running your own business it's really difficult sometimes to price your services, to price your products, to negotiate rates, um, to ask your clients to pay you when they haven't paid an invoice. It can really be something that you can struggle with. I struggle with it all the time. And I just kind of want to give you guys some tips on things you can do and tell a few instances that have happened with me. So even recently, like right now, right now, currently, I'm waiting for a payment from a client who I finished the project a week ago and she asked for the invoice and the invoice still has not been paid. Um, she even, she asked for it before I was, I even sent it out, which I was planning on sending it out that day anyway. Um, so it can be uncomfortable. I think, you know, right now it's not as though I'm desperate for the money, but it's something that's kind of lingering in my mind like oh if she doesn't pay this before it's officially late um, which for this particular contract was two weeks if she doesn't pay it before then I I just know I'm going to have to ask her about it so that's something that kind of stresses me out makes me uncomfortable (laughs) just knowing in the back of my mind that I'm going to have to ask um, if she doesn't you know complete the payment in time so that's really stressful. I don't know. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Um, uh, and another, another instance that has happened with me not too long ago is, you know, you'll, there was a client who, a potential client at the time, she had asked for my rates. As soon as she messaged me, she asked me like, oh, could you tell me your rates so that I know if I can afford you or not? Which I thought was cool, like totally fine. It was something simple that I could easily just send her over my pricing guide so I did that it was great she looked at it right away and said okay great and we set up a time to talk on the phone and once we were on the phone it was a completely different story Um, this person just kind of like badgered me about my prices and kept being like oh and how much will this be oh and how much will that be oh can you give me a price for that can you give me how much that will be and she even at one point decided to just say oh um, maybe this can, maybe we can figure out a way for the prices to be cheaper. And I don't know, for me, I guess, I don't know if I, you know, if I take it too personally or what, or if I'm just sensitive about it, because as I said, just talking about money in general has always made me uncomfortable asking for payments or whatnot. But 
When she said that, it almost felt kind of demeaning to me. Um, she clearly thought my work was of a certain standard. She clearly wanted to work with me. Um, she badgered me to even work and get the work done that day. So, and it, it was kind of a thing like, well, I'll just, I'll wrap this up. So she said, so she said that and, and in the moment, I immediately feel uncomfortable and I just say, oh, like, okay, sure, sure, sure. And you're on the phone and you know, you're excited about projects. You, you know, you get excited. If you like what you're doing, you get excited and you're excited for the opportunity to work with people. And, you know, especially other female business owners are something that always just ignites my excitement. And I'm always like, oh yeah, I get to work with somebody else who's doing their own thing. That's so cool. But when you're just, when you're put in that position to kind of answer on the spot, it's never going to go well. So my advice would be to never answer on the spot. In that situation, I gave this lady my pricing guide, which is something that a lot of people call it like a price guide, a rate card, whatever it is. If you have one of those, it's totally fine to keep it for yourself. There's nothing wrong with keeping it and never sharing it. Personally, I like to use my rate guide just to kind of kind of let people know where I am with pricing just to begin with so that if I'm way out of someone's price range then they don't even consider working with me and that can be hard in moments when you're you know maybe your business is slow like right now it's COVID a lot of people's business is slow a lot of people is not it's not slow for them but either way if you're having a slow time it can be difficult to feel like you're pushing clients away but at the end of the day, you've set your rates for a specific reason. Like, don't backtrack. Don't go back just because you need work. There's always someone who's willing to pay what you are worth. So for me, in that moment, like if I'm ever in the position where someone's asking me, I'm always going to flub. Like, I'm never just going to have this perfect answer, even though I've prepared an answer in my mind. Like, for me, the go-to answer, and a lot of other service providers will say this, is to say like, oh, right now, um, let me let me just get all the information for you. Or what's your budget? That's like the go-to is to say, what's your budget? So then you can kind of be like, okay, I'm going to make sure I price them within their budget or without of their budget, depending on if I want to work with them or not. But having a prepared answer is always great if someone does take you, you know, on the spot and they ask you that, like this lady did to me. But I think... If you are comfortable making your rates available, I think that's great. Number one, it's a great way just to use it as a a lead magnet or an opt-in on your website. So I have it to where people can view my rate guide once they sign up for my newsletter, essentially. Um, It it just asks for, it's like a little box where it asks for their name and email address. And then once they do that, it takes them straight to my pricing guide. So for me, that's nice because it gives me a way to follow up with potential leads who haven't contacted me directly. So that's why I really like to do it. But I also like to do it just that, like I said, people know where I am. So they're not confused. They're not lost. But when people do know where you are and where you stand with pricing and then they still try to ask you, I feel like it's kind of a way to go around what that price is. Maybe they don't actually want to pay what they see that you're worth. So they're going to try to get you on the phone and talk you out of it, essentially. So try your best to not be like me and don't answer on the spot. 
always just keep asking them like what their budget is and say oh great I'll be happy to you know once I get all the details of the project send you a proposal over letting you know my rates that's kind of like the quick way to say oh I just need more information just keep reaching for more information at all times um, so that you kind of have an accurate prediction of what the scope of work will be so that's that's kind of my advice with that um, but yeah, with this lady, she, you know, wanted things cheaper and she just kind of made me feel low as, a, as if what I was saying, what I was pricing wasn't good enough for her. Um, even though she knew my rates from the very beginning, there was never any question of like, if the rate, what the rate was. So just be aware of that. Um, but I guess ways to be a little bit more comfortable with talking about money. I would say communicate through email. If you can communicate through email as much as possible, especially when you're talking about the finance part of your business, whether it's something like you you take discovery calls and then after that discovery call, you send out your proposal, right? That's a common practice. That's where you list the rates. You know, you can have all the fun, like talking about the project, getting to know one another on the phone, on the actual call, whether you're doing a, a Zoom call, like a video chat or audio, whatever. Talk about all the fun stuff there and then talk about the money through email. Uh, I even suggest creating like an accounting email address, even if it's just like, you know, if, if your email is like your name at your website.com or even at gmail.com, create one that says like, accounting if it's like at gmail do like an your name dot accounting or dot assistant even um to kind of communicate through there so they don't know if it's your assistant if it's an accounting person that you have working for you just to kind of make it feel like there's a level between you and the clients so that you can be a bit more stern with them so it's not just like oh here I am like here I am begging you to pay me please pay me um, it's more of just like hi I'm, I'm a professional person and I need payment you're late on your payment or here's your invoice or here's the date that I'm going to need you to pay by or oh here's a reminder it's coming up your payment um, I think it's great just to use that outside email but again I mean I don't know I don't know if there's a true way to get rid of the uncomfortability. I would say just practice. I mean, I before I ever started working for myself, I worked in offices um, as office manager where I had to request payment. I mean, honestly, even at one point, I think probably my lowest and most embarrassing moment at a job, um, I was working in an office and Patrick Schwarzenegger, Arnold Schwarzenegger's son, was a, a client there and he had a payment due and we, I was new at the time and we were kind of catching up on all the payments and getting everything situated because there had been some previous accounting issues. And um, when it came time for me to ask for his payment, I was so uncomfortable that literally I was like stuttering it up and like sweat formed on my upper lip. It was so bad. It, I swear he probably thought I was like a psycho. I, I don't know. He probably actually thought I had like a crush on him or something because I was like fumbling around and stuttering um, and like sweating from the face. 
I was just so uncomfortable to ask him and it was like $65 and it's like I mean obviously this person can afford this it's not even like I'm scared that they can't afford it it's literally that I just freak out about asking for money even when it has nothing to do with me and it's just my job and it's not my own business I just always feel very uncomfortable so don't feel alone if if that's you if you're that person that freaks out to ask for money but on the flip side remember that this is your business like no one's gonna unless you immediately are outsourcing and are hiring someone to take care of this portion for you and even then it's still your business it's your money you've directly provided the services or products and you need your money this isn't so much of an issue with products unless you're doing wholesale and you're invoicing out later um, but with service-based businesses you are providing your service and there's no way to get that money back like that the time that you've spent the work that you've done for them there's no way to get it back so make sure that you're getting paid don't let it just go away don't just let it fizzle out don't let someone convince you that they can't pay you you know but stay on top of it uh, I some services I like to use right now I'm kind of in the process of switching over to Dubsado but I've been using and.co um, I really like it it's very simple especially when you're first starting out it's free you can sign up it's it's a quick sign up easy it integrates with PayPal and Stripe which I think is great I personally hate PayPal because I'm always afraid like if someone requests a return I've heard I've heard horror, horror stories of like people requesting returns and you know they just give the money back and you have to kind of fight for your own money that you were already given so I don't know PayPal I use it obviously it's great a lot of people use it um, but I like the option of stripe just because you know it's simple and it I think it takes less money out also I always feel like it take it's like a lower fee than PayPal so make sure that you have some sort of invoicing system um, so that it's very easy for people to pay you. It doesn't matter, you know, what service you're offering. Make sure that it's easy for people to pay you and it's easy for you to keep track of where your money is coming and going. Don't just, you know, write it down in a notebook and say, oh, I'm just going to get all these bank transfers and be on the lookout or Venmo me. And, um, and another thing, speaking of Venmo. Um, I've had clients ask me for if I can, if they can pay me in a different way than I'm typically paid. So I've had clients say, can I Venmo you? Can I pay you through PayPal? Or, or you just request payment from, for me from PayPal. So like in the same way that you would send a friend or a family member money. I don't do that. I don't alter my invoicing system for someone else. I, to me, that sounds a lot like if you were to go to the store and say, hey, I'm not going to pay you through this. I'm going to pay you my way. And you just have to take it. Like, I think people forget that because you're a human being that like they you as if you don't have your own system, like it's still a business and you have your own system and the way that you handle your finances and your billing. So don't just allow someone to say, hey, can I Venmo you payment because it's like too difficult it's never too difficult like to, to pay someone with PayPal you don't even have to have a PayPal account like you can do it as a guest like with Stripe you can enter your credit card you can enter your debit card number like you can even do bank account transfers like it's not that hard to pay you 
Like, don't ever let somebody make you think that, like, it's so hard to pay you. Like, it's not. Let's just be real. It's not that hard. I don't know what it is with some people and why they always like to kind of go all around and, like, do loops of, and, like, they're practically running circles around how they can pay you. And I don't know why. It just makes it harder on everyone. But I would say set your own rules set your own practices for your business and stick to them do not change them for each individual person don't make you know accommodations for everyone i'm not saying not to be friendly and not to be helpful um, and kind to your clients that's great you should be but you don't have to change your systems for someone else it's not a necessity they can accommodate it you know if you're if they're going out asking someone to complete a service then they're totally capable of paying you in the proper way especially if you're using an invoicing system where it's like they get an email with a button that says pay and they can just click it Um, as far as handling late payments i highly 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 suggest setting late payments in your contract setting a fee people don't want to pay a fee they're never going to want to pay a fee. Like, let's be real. And we all go to the doctor if they say like, oh, if you have a canceled, pay- if you don't cancel your appointment or if you cancel within 24 hours, you're going to have a late fee. Like no one wants to pay that, but they do. They pay it. Um, so, you know, it's just out of respect for you. And here's the truth. OK, I was actually just having this conversation with my mom about tracking down late payments. And here's the truth. When you have to track down payments, you're working again for this client. You're working again for them. So you really don't don't want to spend your time just working for free for them. You've already completed work and now you're doing it again. So be sure to, you know, track down, make sure that when you're tracking down those payments, you're not just being like, oh, this is for fun. I'm, I'm tracking down. Now I have to go back in my system, look up when the payment was due, look up, you know, when when I sent a reminder, look up how much the late fee is. So make sure you, you charge a late fee because you're still doing work. And it's also emotional work. As I said, I get so uncomfortable and it's always in the back of my mind when someone hasn't paid that I'm going to have to follow up on it. It's something I maybe it's just because I'm an anxious person. I have a lot of anxiety, so I don't know if that's why it bothers me so much, even whether I'm, you know, hurting for the money or not. But I just highly, highly, highly suggest that you always charge a late payment. Um, So just to round out today, uh, I would say make sure that you have number one make sure that you have an invoicing system um, some way to track your finances track everything going into your account number two always charge a late payment a late fee i guess not a late payment a late fee for um, unpaid invoices make sure that you do have that in your contract and if you like to do a no returns policy make sure you include that in there just be very specific in your contracting. Be very specific with your time of like, this is my time. I can't just afford to be tracking down payments from people because they haven't, they've decided that they don't want to pay me. Um, number three, make sure that you're communicating your tips, um, not your tips, communicating with your clients through email when you're talking about money. 
That way you have it right there in writing what they've agreed to. And it's also easier for you to not have to be on the phone with somebody that's like trying to talk you into something that you maybe you're not comfortable doing. Or just if you get a little bit nervous talking about money, about your prices or about, you know, what they owe. So talk to them through email, communicate through email and, you know, cute little tip just to do a assistant or accounting email address, whether you have an assistant or accountant at all. Um, that's a great tip. So if you guys have any questions for me, make sure you email me at the busy type pod at virtualfavor.com. That's the B-I-Z-Z-Y type pod at virtualfavor.com. And be sure to subscribe and rate and review. Uh, I feel so odd saying that. It makes me feel like a YouTuber and that scares me. Um, But yeah, you guys make sure that you rate and review, subscribe so that you can get lit episodes every single Monday. And thank you so much for hanging out with me this week. And as always, stay busy.